this is Raging Nerds. We'll rage all over your eardrums. This is Thirsty, and I'm joined by... The soon-to-have-his-whole-house-automated John. <laughs> he was just talking about this. He's super excited about it. He's getting an Alexa, and he feels like he's amazing now. <laughs> he's too good for us. Hey, if I can automate the entire house, I'm going to. That's just how it is. I'm actually looking at Roombas that can actually I can go from home and go... Hey Alexa, vacuum the house and let it kick on the vacuum and I'll find one of my cats sitting on it. <laughs> cats cats are weird about Roombas. But uh, this is episode 14, guys, and our topic today is cartoon reboots. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about some conventions we're going to. This weekend, we're going to do Classic Game Fest, which is the 28th to 29th. It's going to be in Austin. It's going to be amazing. They have so many cool retro game vendors that are going to be there. They have game over video games that are going to be there. They have book writers. They have artists. A bunch of cool stuff to see. So we're extremely excited to see there. We're spending the whole weekend in Austin. I'm excited. After that, we have a con. It's going to be me and then Justin from Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. We are going to go to LeakyCon, which is the International Harry Potter Convention. Ooh, fancy. I know. I know. So fancy. And so that is in August. Well, I guess I'm going to have to bust out my invisibility cloak to join you. It's in August, August 11th to August 19th, and we're super excited. Um, there's, again, this is a world convention. Last year was in Dublin, so it's going to be amazing. They're going to have a lot of people there. Uh, they have a bunch of podcasters that just specifically talk about Harry Potter, so I can't wait to check out their panels. It's going to be amazing. Oh, did you get your robes and your wand? My mom already has all that, so. Okay. <laughs> That's the main reason we're going, is that this was a gift to her, and she's, like, super excited about Harry Potter. She's a huge Potter nerd, so we're good with that. But you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and get started with our theme. Let's go around the net. And now, we go around the net. Cartoon reboots, right? We are specifically talking about Thundercats Roar, Mega Man Fully Charged, and She-Ra, Princesses of Power. Now, I don't know if you heard that, but I said Princesses of Power. They just changed this. Makes no sense to me. I'm I'm thinking, and a lot of people are thinking as well, is that they're going to try to do a continuity thing, where they're going to have other princesses in this world, other people that they meet. And so I'm, I'm kind of skeptical. It does not sound as good as Princess of Power because like She-Ra, Princess of Power, instead it's She-Ra, Princesses of Power. <laughs> it's like too many S's, man. We don't we, we don't need all that. <laughs> it's starting to sound like those old In Living Color at uh, skits that had Mike Tyson and his... <laughs> no, I mean, but kinda. <laughs> so for around the net, everyone is angry. Everyone is angry about these cartoon reboots. So we are going to be talking about people complaining about these cartoons, right? For Thundercats Roar, it's going to be released in 2019 on Cartoon Network. Uh, the main complaint is the art style. And you've seen the art style, right? Yeah, it kind of looks like Avatar. For Thundercats? Oh, no, I was thinking of She-Ra for some reason, because we were talking about that earlier. But yeah, Thundercats, oh dear God. It's adorable, do not get me, do not get me started, John. This is golden, and it looks amazing, okay? I don't want to hear this, I don't want to hear I'm it. I'm sorry, okay? whenever I saw it, and I was like, I'm looking at this, and then I remember when they rebooted it a few years ago, that was a good animation. Okay, no, no, this no, no. Is like but they, they complained, okay, so whenever they did the reboot, and um... It was early 2000, right? 2002, something like that. When they did the reboot, people were fucking pissed. They were like, this is a shit show, whatever. And they stayed close to the animation. They really did. And it's like, you can't fucking win with these people. Like, either you want the animation or you don't, guy. What's going on, right? I cannot wait. Because the director, I don't think people know who makes this. The director is such a sweet guy. He's excited. He's... He talks about how him and his brother, they love Thundercats. They watched it growing up. And when he became an artist, he's like, I want to do this. I mean, who does that? Who grows up watching cartoons? And then they're like, this is what I want to do for a living. I mean, isn't that amazing? 
I mean, that's sweet. I do have to say that it's amazing, but couldn't they have gone with a different art style? No, well, okay, well, so this is this is his art style, and that's the complaint. It's called Cal Art Style, and for people who don't know what that is, it's an animation buffs. Uh, they've come up with this term, and it's a catch call for what they see as cookie-cutter style of thin-frame animation that has dominated the 2010s. Um, so we're talking about Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, um couple other places that it's that cookie cutter animation but other people said this was happening in the 1990s you remember jenny the robot a little bit so she the same animation okay you know there's there's been animation like this around forever but people are finally like hey i like this cal art is also called chibi chibi Mm -hmm. art but I love it. Uh, so the Thundercats, it, it definitely reminds me of Steven Universe, and it definitely reminds me of Adventure Time. Mm. It's super, super adorable. I cannot wait. <sighs> Lionel, he's like this, he's like a chibi Lionel, right? But he has this boisterous voice, and I am Lionel. Like, and it's so cute coming from this little chibi body of his. And then he's he's carrying around Snarf, and it's like, it's not like a big cat like it is in the original. It's like a little teeny kitty cat, and it is so adorable. Right, no, I, I can get past the animation, me not liking it, as long as it's well written. That's the big thing right there. I, I, honestly think, I honestly think it is. The director that's behind this, he is a Thundercats fan. Okay. And sometimes you don't get that. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I watched it as a kid. No, this guy, like if you see his office, it is decked out with OG Thundercats memorabilia. Like he is a fan. Okay. And that's what I'm excited about. First I was like, you know, that's, it looks like Steven Universe, right? Like I'm not, I don't really want to see something like that. But then I saw him and if you could see the light in his eyes just like beam the fuck out of his head when he talks about Thundercats, I almost started to cry. I was like, this bitch loves Thundercats, and I'm excited. <laughs> well, as long as it doesn't go the same writing style as when, like, uh, Teen Titans, and then Teen Titans Go. A lot of people, again, those that feeds into the complaints. A lot of people are thinking it is going to be like Teen Titans Go. I hope it doesn't. I hate Teen Titans Go with a passion. Um, I'm surprised that their new movie, which is coming out Friday, got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Yeah, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, we just need to fire all those people. Right <laughs> um, but with Teen Titans Go, there is no moral. There's It's just a total chaotic storyline. And that's what I hate about Teen Titans Go. I could get past the animation. It's okay. It's not horrible. But it's just, it's mind garbage, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's no moral. They do stupid stuff. Um it teaches your kids how to be little shitheads, honestly. That's what I think. Uh, we had one of those back in the 90s. It was Tom and Jerry Kids. Yeah, no, but I mean, and that's what some people say. Some people are like, well, this is like Tom and Jerry. I could kind of get that. But Tom and Jerry, they're fictional animals that don't talk. You know, they're you're watching it because like, haha, that's funny. It's a cat and a mouse. What do cats and mice do? They chase each other, right? So yeah. it was. it's funny. I can understand that. But with Teen Titans Go, they're supposed to be superheroes, supposed to save the world, and they're doing stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Like trying to figure out how, where the best pizza is. There is a synopsis for Thundercats Roar. Staying true to the premise of the original series, Lionel and the Thundercats, Tigra, Panthro, Shitara, Wily Cat, and Wily Kit barely escape the sudden destruction of their home world, Thundera, only to crash land on the mysterious and exotic planet of Third Earth. Lionel, the newly appointed lord of the Thundercats, attempts to lead the team as they make this planet their new home. A bizarre host of creatures and villains stand in their way, including the evil Mumra, Third Earth's wicked ruler, who will let nothing including the Thundercats stop his tyrannical reign over the planet. Um, so, I mean, it's it's staying true to the story. I really think that the director and the artist is going to fucking make this shit work, and it's going to be beautiful. I'm excited for it, man. Well, we'll see. Only time will tell. <laughs> but, um, so, going on to the next one, have you seen the commercial released by Comic-Con for Mega Man Fully Charged? No, I have not. So, they released it last weekend. Uh, they released, like, the first six, seven minutes of the first episode. Okay. And I'm not a fan. It's so it shows Mega Man, who is just a regular kid, by the way, that has a Mega Man suit. 
and he's fighting this robot. And it's that animation style where it's all 3D. It's all 3D. Um, what can I compare it to? Kind of like Bob the Builder. Oh, God. How it's like all 3D art. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like, it it like, reminds me. Like it was made in flash animation. Right. It, I, when I saw this, I was like, is this going to be done by Disney? Like, is this Disney kid shit? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is this? Um, it's actually going to be released by Cartoon Network. It is going to be on demand August 3rd. But then after that, they're going to have, I don't know, they pick like the shittiest time to show. The, I mean, they're just setting the show up to fail, right? So they're going to do episode releases starting August 5th on Sunday mornings at 6.30 a.m. What? Who is up Sunday at 6.30 a.m.? Not me. Not children. I mean, maybe devil children. I cannot, maybe. Maybe. But 6.30 a.m. on Sundays. They just want this show to fail. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing like with uh, Disney XD when they had uh, Tron Uprising. Yeah. They kept moving that time slot around. I'm watching it right now. Like, oh, my God, this is like some freaky animation. I mean, it looks like Bob the Builder. That's that's what it comes out to me as. It looks like Bob the Builder. I remember this. I know this animation. It's from um, same kind of animation they did in Transformers Rescue Squad. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. So it's it's three D art. It's it's unpleasant to the eye. I don't see a lot of shading. It's like primary colors, primary colors, primary colors. Like it bothers me how fucking bright those colors are. And I think that's what gets me. And um, no shadows at there's all. No, yeah, no, there's no shadows. That's what I'm saying. It bothers me because of how intense the colors are. So the synopsis of this is Mega Man fully charged stars Aki Light. His name's not Rock, by the way. Because, fuck that, his name is Aki Light. He's described as a regular upbeat robot schoolboy who has a secret power to turn into Mega Man. Aki will battle the evil Sergeant Knight and his team of robot masters with the help of Rush the Dog, Mega Mini, a tiny, wisecracking character that lives inside his head, apparently, and Sunalite, which is his sister. Okay. Sorry, I got the animation going. As soon as you said that, I got... The little thing popping out of his head. Like, what the hell? <laughs> now, according to the official description, Aki will also confront his twin brother, Namajim. What the hell? Yes. If you okay, okay, it's spelled N-A-M-A-G-E-M. Spell it backwards. Okay, yeah. It's Mega Man, um, who's under the influence of Sergeant Knight. So he has siblings. This kid, it seems like he's a normal kid. And then he has this little robot character that lives in the helmet that he wears. So I don't know if, I mean, it's it's incredibly weird. I was expecting a lot out of it because I love Mega Man. Um, I have Mega Man X, X2. I play it all the time. I, I like it. I like the game series. Cartoon Network, you done fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Like this is, it's just shitty animation. Honestly, I could get past the animation. You know, if something, trust me, I can get past animation if I really want to. The storylines and how the characters talk, it's just bullshit. It really is. But you know what? They, they said specifically about this is that Mega Man is not geared towards 30-year-olds. It's not geared towards people that grew up with Mega Man. This is geared towards children. I can totally see four-year-olds, five-year-olds, maybe even seven-year-olds loving the shit out of Mega Man. Because it's that style. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I was reading through on some more of this stuff with Mega Man. Yeah. The pro production studio that developed the story and concept was Man of Action. Yeah. And, yeah, I can see they've been going to that style of animation for a little while after Generator Rex. I'm just, I'm, I'm not excited. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm, I'll give it a chance. Like I said, I love Mega Man. I'll give you a chance, man. I'll give it I'll give it a chance. But I'm not thrilled. Not at all. Let's go to our last one. She-Ra, Princesses of Power. Now, this is going to be released to Netflix, which is great. I love it. I'm glad that it's being released to Netflix. It's going to be released on November 16th. Um, so they changed a couple things. Oh, God. That people are pissed off about, okay? Oh, God. Um, so, this is pre-He-Man. 
This is while she is still on um, Etheria. Eternia. No, he's from Eternia. I know, but she's his twin sister. Yeah, but the planet she's on right now is Etheria. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so she, bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching it back in the day. <laughs> no, my boyfriend is like a huge, huge He-Man fan, so I can't get this shit wrong. So wrong, she's on Etheria. Uh, <laughs> so what it, what it explained it as is she just escaped the evil horde, right? Yeah. And she goes and meets up with the resistance. People worried that it wasn't going to follow the same storyline, okay? Uh, let me read the full synopsis for you guys. So, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power is the story of an orphan girl named Adora, who leaves behind her former life in the evil horde when she discovers a magical sword that transforms her into the mythical warrior Princess She-Ra. Along the way, she finds a new family in the Rebellion as she unites a group of magical princesses in the ultimate fight against evil. So, that is why they changed the name to princess of power, to princesses of power. So they changed Bo. Bo is not an old, creepy white guy with a porn stash. He is a he is a cute man of color, looking adorable with that heart on his chest, okay? Um, they changed a couple characters around, so it's all-inclusive. That's what I like about it so far. It's all-inclusive. People are upset that it's children. This, this again, this is, this is, she's still on Etheria, She's still on the planet. She's not meeting up He-Man. This is in the past, guys, okay? This show is for fucking kids. <laughs> this show's for kids. They're like these men are getting pissed off that she has huge she doesn't have huge ass titties. Like I'm dead serious. They're like, oh, you know, they're talking about the maker of it, which is Noel. They're saying, oh, look, you know, a lesbian making a character that looks like a lesbian with no titties. And I'm like, she doesn't look like a lesbian. She looks like a little kid. Like, I don't understand. Like, people are getting butthurt over this. <laughs> well, there's so many things I could say right now, but I can't say them on the air. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. What can you say on the air, sir? I'm, I will give this a chance, like I did Cora. <laughs> okay, yeah. As long as there's not stuff that they are trying to spoon feed to you purposely. That's the only thing. You mean like an agenda? Yes, that's it. Okay, so you're worried that it's going to preach love and equalness? No, like not that. I'll, expl- <laughs> I'll explain when they're off the air, but still. I don't like shows that, that spoon feed you what they want you to see. I want to pe- like stuff like this. You watch it. If it's good animation, cool. If it's a great writing, even better. I can give a shit uh, anything else as long as they're not spoon feeding you something. I like I like how inclusive it is. Um, I do too. I really do. Um, I like it. But I still miss the old Shira though. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone misses her. Uh, so the kids, right? Uh, they're changing some of the characters. Uh, they're slightly changing the backgrounds, but for all we know, they're not. This could this could be a total. This could be in sequential order. We don't know what happened in the teenage years of She-Ra. This could this true. could be happening. This could definitely lead to He-Man. Uh, so we don't know about the background story. We don't know if it's the same timeline. We're going to see, right? Uh, so it is made by executive producer Noelle Stevenson. She made Lumberjanes, the comic. Hit comic, amazing. Lumberjanes, definitely look it up. And it also has the executive producer Chuck Austin, who is from Steven Universe. Okay. So, I I love (laughs) Steven Universe. I love Steven Universe. I think it's going to be a great show. Heavy hitters, man. Heavy hitters are here. I mean, she's great for her comics. Love Steven Universe. So, I'm excited. I really am. I'm I'm pissed off that people are getting mad because She-Ra doesn't have tits. That's besides the point. You don't have to have tits to be awesome. But <laughs> that, That's what I'm saying. It's just like, guys, if you make valid points, that's great. But it can still be a good show if she doesn't have tits. Now, granted, like how you said, she escaped the horde and all that. Right. I wonder if they're going to do it kind of the same way. She was an agent of the horde until, she, until the sword was brought to her. And with that, she started figuring out that... She, her eyes got open to what the Horde was doing, and then that's when she left and escaped and get, went to the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if hopefully they do this exact same thing. They might. That's what I'm saying. They, they've kept it very hush-hush. 
And that's that's what I'm liking. I mean, we just found out because um, my boyfriend and I, again, my boyfriend's a huge He-Man fan. He was like, if these are teenagers and she's not in the Horde, is this a different storyline? Are they going to talk about He-Man? And then whenever I was doing research for the show, because they're releasing this little by little, right? They're releasing these little tidbits as we get closer and closer. I told him what the synopsis was, and he's like, wow, okay, so they could have he He's He's excited about He-Man. <laughs> but the, the synopsis, it's, you can lead into the regular timeline. This is making it possible that this could be a segment. This could be a segment where she escapes, she does all this stuff, tries to fight the Horde, gets kidnapped, brainwashed again, and then later on, she-Ra and He-Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hopefully there's not going to be something like that horrible Christmas special from the 80s. <laughs> I'll show you the video. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Oh horrible, God. I say. <laughs> no, um, but I'm really excited. Um, out, out of the three, I'm probably... God, it's horrible to say. I'm probably more excited for Thundercats Roar. Just because it's so fucking cute. You do not understand. I love Lionel already. His voice is fucking adorable. It's like, I am Lionel. And it's like this little chibi Lionel. It's adorable. It's so cute. Um, I have They haven't released a clip of She-Ra, so I can't make a judgment. But between between the video clips that I have seen, definitely Thundercats Roar. Yeah. But just for our listeners to check out also, Invader Zim's coming back. So find find the video they released at San Diego Comic Con. You'll love it. Oh my god, John was talking. I was like, "Hey, did you see Invader Zim?" <laughs> no, man. I I saw it around the internet, but I'm not really into that. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I know friends that are like super into Invader Zim, right? Like super into it, an unnatural amount of love towards Invader Zim. <laughs> hey, Gur is adorable. <laughs> He is. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. He is. But I, I never got into it, man. I was never into it. But you know what? Let's uh, let's go into questions. It's a time for questions. Okay, so we got a bunch of questions in, right? This is like a like a heated debate of these cartoons. I mean, it's, it's really crazy that they're unleashing all this stuff around the same time. Like, it's definitely a theme that's coming into play. But let's go to our first question. Statistically, do you like the new look of She-Ra, regardless of storyline? I find it childish and simplistic, and the look of the characters, it's less gritty and more shiny. Yeah, I'm looking at the stills, and it's like, comparing it to the original. The original, Grant, it was during the VHS days. That's what I'm saying. Those are horrible. They're like really muted colors. At least now you got like the bright fire and the energy flowing off. Will she actually say for the honor of Grayskull? That's the question. And she never held, like, like pointed the sword and then zapped anything. She held it straight. Uh-huh. And the gem that was in it mm-hmm. is what blasted out and got her horse and made it into a pegasus. I don't think it's more shiny. I think that the colors are different. He-Man in the universe, right? Whenever they came out with it, they did not expect it to be as big as it was going to be, right? No, it was one of the more topics of back then where, here, release a show so we can push a toy line. That's exactly what it was for, right? So whenever they came out with the episodes, they had to come out with, like, a storyline and pictures and everything. It was a show that was released every single day. So they were working around the clock every single day to come up with these backstories, to come up with all this stuff, and then make these animations. So, of course, the animation is going to be different, right? I mean, we're talking about an animation that's rushed in 24 hours compared to a show that's taken months, maybe years to make. It's it's not going to be as gritty. It's, first of all, this isn't um, draw animation. This isn't stuff that's drawn by the hand. This is all stuff that's sketched into an art book and then uploaded online and then it's used with CGI. Okay, so it's almost like flash animation. You know, it's totally different. I mean, He-Man was almost always, like, hand-drawn. Yeah, and how no one could tell Prince Adam from He-Man because all he did was change underwear. <laughs> uh, but... Like the storyline so far. I mean, what they've said, it's not that big of a difference. It could definitely be in line with the current storyline that we have today. So I don't find it childish and simplistic. I think it's a great breath of fresh air. Again, we haven't seen any video. It might be shit. Who knows, right? But from what I've seen, from what I've heard from Noelle's other comics and whatnot, I like it. I, I like where this is going and I'm excited to see more. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which of the reboots are you looking forward to most? Um, I'm definitely going to see Thundercats War. Invaders Zim. Okay, that's not part of our things. <laughs> that's not part of my things. I'm excited for Thundercats War. I know I'm going to love it. I already know that I'm going to love it. This is a tough decision between the three. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mega Man. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with that just because the people I know behind it, which is Man of Action. So we'll see how the, the story goes. Are you really excited about Mega Man? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but between the three... You don't like Thundercats? Have you have you seen the anima- have you seen the animation video? Yes, I have, and it freaked me out. It I still was have nightmares. So cute. It was so cute. <laughs> Y'all, it's adorable. <laughs> How can you hate something that's so cute? I don't. I don't oh no, no! Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I didn't say hate. If you do not love it, word. you hate it. If you do not love it, you hate it, John. No, it just means I just keep it at arm's length. <laughs> But yeah, it's the it's the animation style I can't get past because it's ah from what from when the original Thundercats and then you had the reboot of Thundercats and then you have this like how did we progress go here and then boop because people hated the revamped version in the early two thousands. Well, those people suck and they go walk out and trash. They do. I mean, like these fan, I don't know. Like it reminds me of the people the Star Wars fans, like the super Star Wars fans that are like bullying the new stars off of social media. They're like, fuck this, you know, you know, we want the original directors. They were so much better. But then whenever those movies are coming out, they were like, this is shit. It's like, they always fucking complain. It's like, uh. shut the fuck up. Like, enjoy the shit. Like they're pissed off that they're not making any more movies. Like they put some movies on hold because a lot of people boycotted Han Solo. Han Solo was a fucking cool movie, okay? It was a good movie. It was super cute. And it it is what it was. It wasn't it was a Han Solo movie. It wasn't a Star Wars movie. It was a Han Solo movie, guys. Like now we have Darth Maul put on the back fucking burner. We have all these characters that could have had their own movies because of y'all fuckers. That's my rant, okay? I, I'm I'm going to join you on this rant because whenever they... I haven't seen Han Solo uh-huh. yet because all the stuff I've been dealing with. But no, I, I've caught a couple on um, various streaming sites. Cody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, okay, it looked good. I, I wanted to go see it in theaters, but haven't had a chance to. The fact I'm surprised that these super fans that are all complaining about this stuff and now they're... One of their most precious characters is not going to have a movie now. Yep. That's what you and, get, bitches. That is yeah, what you fucking get. And it's not Darth Maul. It's not Obi-Wan Kenobi. But it's the most famous of bounty hunters in the Star Wars universe. Yep, Boba Fett. Yes. Yep. That's the word. Yep. Man, they put that shit on hold. little geeks that are sitting in their They're mother's trolls. basement. They're trolls. Yeah, all these troll, these super geek trolls that are clutching their precious lightsabers that are powered by D batteries, so essentially it's a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to have a Boba Fett movie because of it, so yeah. they need to shut the fuck up. They really do. You need to stop messing it up for all of us, right? I mean, just stop. Just stop, man. Granted, Boba Fett had, like, only three lines in the entire original trilogy, and one of them was, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing now, so he's amazing. <laughs> I know, I've been watching Star Wars Rebels and all of the Mandalorians. They're like, oh my god, I like these. I love these people. What's a cartoon that is due for a reboot? Oh, there's a few of them I can say right now. <laughs> Three of them are going to have a reboot, which I am squeeing over. Am I excited about Daria? I did not know about that one. They're bringing That's it back. another one. I like Daria. But I think I still have Julian Garofalo do the voice. That's going to be the question. I don't know. But anyway, Rocco's Modern Life yes. is getting a reboot. Yes. Rugrats is getting a reboot. No fucking way. Yes. Are you serious? Serious. What the hell? Why have I not been clued in with this shit? What is going on in my life where I'm not hearing about this? You got a boyfriend. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Continue. And Invader Zim is getting a reboot. And then they rebooted the old TV show called Reboot. You told me about that. Uh, not the best, but they did 
introduce a lot of the old characters back into it, which is like, okay, cool, you're doing homages to it. That's perfect. I like this. Remember, they're also they're also bringing back Animaniacs. I knew about that. Yeah. I'm loving it. We did that the episode voice about actors it. Are, I'm waiting for the old voice actresses to just do it again. It's like, oh my god. But one thing I would love to see is a very obscure one. I know it's never going to see the light of day again because they haven't had anything out in a long time. Mm-hmm. Actually, two of them that are obscure. One, Silverhawks. Okay. And then two, Exo Squad. I've heard you talk about them. I remember them from when I was a kid. Yeah. They had two seasons and one episode of season three mm-hmm. originally before the series got cut. And the thing that really, I guess, kind of makes people edgy about this, because when you, anyone actually remembers it, it wasn't like, you know, the whole cartoon, good verse, like, good always triumphs. No, this was a freaking soap opera for kids. That's what this is with war. It was a, but it was a really good, the voice acting was great. The story was great. The animation was great. In my opinion, they need to reboot that. Definitely. There's a couple that I really, really want to get rebooted. First of all, gargoyles. Fuck yes. I want to get that shit rebooted. Right. Um, I know Daria is going to reboot it. I, you know what? Maybe all real monsters. Oh, I think, yes. I think that'd be cool. I think, I mean, it's good as is and it stand and it holds, it holds up. Right. But I think it'd be yeah. interesting, maybe introduce some more characters. Um, Doug. As long as Disney doesn't screw it up. No one talks about Doug. Like, no one talks about it. And it was a oh, great yeah. show. Um, I, th- I think I'm really excited about that. I would I would really, really love Gargoyles to come back. Now, would they pump it out like they did the last time, like two episodes a day? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean... <sighs> I kind of want Netflix or Hulu to pick up these shows because then they just dump a season at you or Hulu, Hulu with their original TV shows. They do it once a week. I can do yeah. that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like major TV series as much. Like I really, it really has to be good for me to like you, but I like the shit Netflix is coming out with. I love the shit Hulu's coming out with. They're coming out with some good stuff. I don't know. I just got into Hulu because my, my boss and my job IRL uh, she gave me her login password, and her wife is like, You're, it's $10 an episode. Well, I watch anime, so it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, they love me. <laughs> <laughs> What's a cartoon that they should absolutely not reboot? <laughs> I mean, there's so many. Um, I First of all, I don't think they should have rebooted the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I don't like the new Powerpuff Girls. I really don't. I haven't watched a single episode of the new ones. No, I, no, I saw half of an episode and I turned it off. As oh soon as gosh, the first commercials no. came on. Um, I don't think that they should update uh, Pinky and the Brain. I think it's good as is. Well, you could reboot it as long as it's you still got the original voice actors. I don't know, man. I, I, I liked still, it. I liked it the way it was. But still, maybe keep it tied into Animaniacs? Mm, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I I like the side skits that they're in. I, I don't think there's really much to improve on. Like, what are they going to prove? I mean, they can continue the story, but to do oh. a total reboot, I, I don't want to see a reboot. No. Okay, here's one. It's from back in the day. Street Sharks. Oh my god. I remember that shit. That is crazy. Why? <laughs> and another one. Centurions. Power Extreme. I don't remember that. That was from the 80s. It sucked then. And if they reboot it, it's going to suck now. How about Angry Beavers? Oh, please don't. <laughs> I liked it as a kid. I can't imagine seeing a reboot of it, though. Reboot? No. I can't uh, see a reboot. If they make a continuation? Yes. Maybe. 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 How do you feel about the stylistic changes in these reboots? Like, if we get down to it, Mega Man's illustration isn't that bad. Their coloring is shit. The coloring of Mega Man is shit. But I like the animation. And it's simple form. You know what I'm saying? She-Ra, I've only seen, I've only seen stills. I'm still not sold on it, 
I, I don't know how it's going to look in animation. Thundercats fucking love. I love chibi art, though. I've always loved chibi art. So I, I'm sold. I am sold on Thundercats. I am not a fan of that art style. I love chibi, man. I do. And Greg, the only chibi-esque art style, like cartoon that I'll watch is Star versus the Forces of Evil. I don't know what that is. It Really? I haven't seen it. Oh my god, you need to watch it. Okay. It's good. It's awesome. I was reading about it when I was reading about Thundercats Roar. They were, yeah. they were comparing it to that, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Uh, pretty much with that, she is from... She's a princess on this planet in another dimension called Muni, where their main economic resource is corn. And then you have the villain who keeps trying to get her magic wand so he can take over take over Muni for all the monsters and all this. But it keeps backfiring on him and it's a good it's actually a decent storyline that builds on itself the whole way through. Well see, they're comparing Thundercats to it, so I mean you should give Thundercats a try. I will give it a try, but it's the as long I can get past the horrible, horrible art style. It's not horrible, though. It it's reminds not... me of Teen Titans Go! <laughs> it, <laughs> it's not that bad, though. It is not... Teen Titans Go, it is chibi, but it's block chibi. Like, Thinner Cats isn't block chibi. I'll give it a try. Okay, okay, okay. This I promise you and all the listeners we have, if I will write a review when it comes out. Do you think these shows are coming back because there's a nostalgic demand for them or because they're proven money making machines via the merchandise? Uh, my boyfriend, he had a bunch of toys as a kid, right? Um, and so we were going through them because he's, you know, decluttering, um, you know, all that other shit. Um, and so we're going through them and he had Thundercat toys, He-Man toys, Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtle toys, G- you know, G.I. Joe, and... We looked at some of this stuff, and he was listing it on eBay, and he has a Lionel action figure that is rare because he has red hair, and it's worth like $300. Oh, holy shit. I had one of those when I was a kid, and the leg broke in one of the moves. Yeah, because they have the orange-haired ones and then the red-haired ones. Yeah, this was red. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he has the Tomb of Mamra, and the Tomb oh. of Mamra is like, I think, 30 or $40, like he said, but then there's statues um next to the tomb of mumra that they sell and so the whole set all together is over three hundred dollars oh my god and so there is like there's so much stuff that he had that was like oh my god look at all this stuff and i I mean everyone's gonna buy toys everyone loves toys you know they're only gonna increase in value so of course of course that's why they're pumping this out again but at the same time it is because people want to watch it I'm going to go with the third option, which is they've ran out of ideas. I mean, that too. I mean, Hollywood is turning down people and they're just like, no, not good. No, not good. They don't want to take original shit in. So people are coming up with, well, hey, you know, let's do a reboot of this. Or, hey, let's do a reboot of that. And that's because people want it. People want it, though. As long as they don't have the horrible thing of the He-Man, She-Ra Christmas special. I mean, they or, can't. They can't fuck up a She-Ra. If they fuck up a She-Ra, Netflix is gonna get some shit. That's where I'm coming from. I'm like, they can't do it bad though, because then they know they'd be in trouble. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, why have they not done a modern generation one Transformers reboot, especially with the success of the Machina min- miniseries? Probably because the. I don't know. That's a, that is a good. One I mean, right there. I don't think kids are that much into Autobots and shit anymore. Blasphemy. I'm just saying, like, there's so many robot TV shows that are out there right now. Um, Transformers is just now coming back. Uh, Bumblebee is going to have his own separate movie. They're trying to get back into that. I think maybe, maybe if Transformers starts getting pumped out some movies again, they could do a TV series. Um, people are just not into it. Mm. Uh, they just released what is it they did the reboot of voltron maybe we'll see transformers yes that was really fucking good people people said it was amazing so i mean we definitely could we definitely could see it i mean there's so many transformers friends i mean i love transformers you love transformers i mean i watched it as a kid so definitely i have the entire original series on dvd i know you do (laughs) and i have a hell of a lot 
of the uh, the Gen 1 Transformers, and I'm still collecting them as I find them. Now, if I can find Thundercats, that'd be awesome. Thundercats on DVD? No. The toys. The toys. Except for that horrible <laughs> playset they had that was the cat's lair. That looked nothing like the cartoon at all. But that is it for questions. Now, we usually go into how tech can help after this, but we're going to do a little special segment. It is called Excuse Me with Donanon. And in this segment, we are going to hear a child's point of view on these children's shows. Okay, and children can be brutally honest, so let's hear it. Excuse me with Don and I. We are going to talk about She-Ra, Thundercats, and Mega Man. And the old ones. I do not like the new Thundercats because it's just a... It's very cartoon and I do not like it. It's just very terrible and I hate it. I hate it a lot. The old Thundercats is very perfect. I love it. It's just everything I ever wanted. It's so perfect. It has the best graphics, it has the best characters, and everything's cool. Just, I love it. And if someone tries to stop me from watching it, I'm just gonna watch it, watch it, because it's my favorite thing. The new one has the same characters, but they're just, they don't look like my heroes in number in the old one. They're not the same. They're the same heroes, but their costumes and everything's are like, they're different. And so it's just a huge disappointment. That's it for the old Thundercats and the new Thundercats. Next, we are going to talk about the new She-Ra and the old She-Ra. The new She-Ra looks kind of like the old ones, but it's just a little cartoony for me. I do not like it. It's very, it's a huge disappointment to see how it is, like, I saw the picture and I was like, I can't see her face. Is this the only picture I can see? So I can't see the new She-Ra? And and then later, um, Justin helped me with the photos. I wish I could see the trailer and see how it went. But I was very disappointed about the new She-Ra. So, the old She-Ra. I've been watching like 37 episodes and I'm going to talk about the old She-Ra, and it's very perfect, because her sword is not just a sword, like He-Man's. The difference is it can shapeshift into anything. It can shift into a rope, a helmet, it can shapeshift into ice, it can do anything. It's a very powerful sword. And the thing is that her weakness to the sword is the gem. The gem breaks if the gem breaks she cannot turn into she-ra and i was like oh no why is she not turning into she-ra and then i just found out that the pearl broke and i'm like oh my gosh that's the only pearl what is gonna happen so the horde tries to capture her but the she is adora Twin sister with He-Man. He-Man is in some of the episodes, but not always. He's not in always in the episodes. I I hope He-Man shows up in the new one. I hope to see that she lives in Eternia, and the difference is she does not get captured by the evil horde. That's the thing I want in the reboot. Now we're going to talk about the old Mega Man that I pretty much do not know about. I'll try to know. I do not know. So we're just going to talk about the new Mega Man. Mega Man is kind of like Kirby, but the difference is he doesn't eat anyone. I'm sorry, I cannot talk about the old one because I do not know anything. But there's a video game I really wanted to talk about if I have enough time. I think I do. So I'm going to talk about the video game. The game is very hard, and the details... They're kind of a little good, because it's in pixelate, so, yeah, but it's a very good game. Going back to the show, I watched the trailer of the new Mega Man. The fight scenes were very good. Animation style was a little good. The music was a little embarrassing to me, because it just, 
didn't sound just like the original video. It doesn't sound good. Not like the voice for it. But I don't know if Mega Man talks. I think he's silent, right? Oh, he talks. Never mind. I do not know. He doesn't talk a lot. My final thoughts of Thundercats is that number, this is very hard. If you're an adult, if you're watching this, remember, if you loved the old Thundercats when you were a kid and you were watching the new one and then you really didn't like it, you hated the graphics, the characters weren't there all the time. So that's why I'm just like, I think all the adults are going to be very disappointed. The new She-Ra. For the new She-Ra, how I feel about the final things, the new She-Ra, it's a very, very, very disappointment for me. Because it's a reboot. She-Ra does not look like She-Ra. She's a teenager instead of an adult. A little adult. Well, and the difference is that um, Bo is not is brown it's not i'm not being racist but yeah that's the difference into the thing and i'm like Bo does not have a bow he doesn't have cow and i'm like whoa whoa this is like he only he doesn't have a bow and i'm like why then why do they call him Bo? because he has good eyesight and he only fights that's why they call him Bo. because he only he has good eyesight because he has no bow Mega Man, no details. Mega Man's okay. I have nothing. Mega Man's okay for me. I do not have any big arguments. Okay. It's uh, There's only a couple of arguments because the Mega Man j- kind of looks like the video game the Mega Man and the Capcom one. I love it. I love it a little. Thank you guys for listening, and it's been Excuse Me with Don and I. I hope I see you again another time. Bye. Out in the mouth of babes, right? <laughs> oh God, brutal honest, brutal honesty. <laughs> um, so we're gonna wrap up the show with the female perspective. Girl Whenever I first heard about She-Ra, Princesses of Power coming out on Netflix, I was super excited. Uh, She-Ra is the symbol of strong feminine energy. She really is. I was not, 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 not excited when they went after Noelle Stevenson. They went after her saying, oh, look, she looks like a butch lesbian, so she makes a butch lesbian character. That's uncalled for, guys. If you don't like the animation, just say you don't like the animation. Don't go after a woman because she doesn't have big anime titties and long golden fucking hair. Like, maybe that's just how she likes to fucking look, asshole. Um, it's just it's just really fucked up. So, as, as we all know, this is a big thing. People are going after her. They're going after this art. But some people are backing her up with positive energy now. To back her up, to say, hey, this is okay, people actually started submitting She-Ra fan art. Mm. Yes. And so it's this beautiful, beautiful She-Ra fan art. All these people were just putting it up saying, oh my God, you've inspired me. Here's my version of She-Ra. This is my version of She-Ra. And and I love it. And I love it because She-Ra, she's meant to empower people. She's meant to drum something up in you where it's like anyone, anyone could be a boss ass bitch, right? Anyone could be powerful. Anyone can stand up to their friends and defeat evil. Yeah. So I love it. I love how people are encouraging her or standing up against the haters and posting their themed, new themed She-Ra art. The fan art. A lot of this fan art is actually pretty it's awesome amazing. Uh, we will post the link to all this fan art that we saw today. Uh, but some of this stuff, I would love to have. Like, I would love to get prints of. There's this one by Miguel Mercado. His Twitter is at Murky Mercs. Uh, the, it's M-E-R-K-Y-M-E-R-X. His fan art, it's sublime. Uh, it's, it's really, I would love to have a poster of that. There's another one. It's kind of like Sailor Moon-esque. Uh, it's by Moobark. 
Lubarock. Um, it's at R-Y-D-X-R. It, it looks really Sailor Moon with little moons and stars floating right next to her. Um, another one by at L-E-I-L-E-I Art. It's amazing. It looks just like the new version of She-Ra. Beautifully colored. Beautifully colored. Has stars all around her. The gear, the flowy hair. It's beautiful. And I, I just love, I just love that women and men are supporting Noelle and saying, hey, you know, this is good. What you're doing is great. Don't don't feel bad about what you're doing. But yeah, a lot, a lot of this stuff is like showing support to make sure that the person that is behind it all keeps her spirits up and does not let the online trolls rule her life yeah haters are gonna hate girl if you got haters you're doing something right that is true (laughs) (laughs) now that is the end of episode 14 okay but definitely remember to check us out during the weekend as we cover live coverage of classic game fest and remember to stay updated about our leaky cone coverage as well if you want to listen to us definitely check us out on google play itunes stitcher and iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, we are still under Dogfin Radio, so check us out on that. If you want to contact us, you can always contact me through thirsty at ragingnerdspod.com, and you can contact John at dogfinstudios at gmail.com. Yes. And we're, again, we're on all social media. We have a Facebook page. We have a Instagram page. We have a Twitter page. And we have an actual website, which is all at Raging Nerds Pod. Uh, but if you want to check out John's personal accounts. Uh, those are all on Facebook and Twitter at Dogfin Studios. I am still trying to make sure that I can keep those things updated. <laughs> <laughs> and I am always at Thirsty Erica. But thank you guys for listening. If you have any issues or comments or questions, shoot us an email at dogfinstudios at gmail.com or thirsty at ragingnerdspod.com as well. See you guys later.